This is the Reconstructed Man Podcast. My name is Lane Ingram. And I'm Daniel Thurman. The Reconstructed Man Podcast is a place where we explore the transgender experience by sharing our stories and lifting up the voices of others. This show is for everybody, trans, cis, and everyone in between. It's about building community and connections, and we're so glad that you're here with us today. Yes, yes we are. What up, Daniel? What up? How you doing today? I'm doing pretty good, actually. How are you? Uh, I'm I'm doing good. Um, I, I was telling you a little earlier too, because you got me all like freaked out because you got this like professional fade going, and I cut my own hair, so I I was like in the bathroom for like two hours today, just like I got to get this right. Like this is this is serious competition right now. So, and see, like that's exactly what I'm trying to avoid, right? <laughs> like the two hours in the bathroom. Like there there are people that can do this way better than me. Like I've tried it. I could show the pictures. As a matter of fact, maybe I will show some pictures of me trying to do my own hair, and it's a fiasco. And at this point in the transition with my beard coming in the way that it is, I would like someone to professionally manage yeah. it for me. Yeah, this was the second thing that I was going to lean in with because like your beard is looking full and fresh right now. I, I approve. I'm Healthy, you know, mm-hmm. I got a beard kit and everything. I'm putting balm on it and like just really <laughs> like I'm, it's moisturized and I mean, it's. I'm really feeling back to myself because like for months I wasn't looking like myself. What, like I what was, happened? I, was, I didn't get a haircut for like six months. Mm, I understand. I mean, I understand. rough. Yeah. I mean, you're rough. just, your eyes are looking open, like your face, like we can <laughs> see you. This is, this is a good thing. what I'm saying. We might have to redo our promos. Like, who's that guy? Okay. Like, who's that guy? This guy. Hello. Reconstructed man. <laughs> okay sorry okay so do you have a beard brush yet uh yeah is that a joke (laughs) yeah like an actual one that came with my professional beard kit okay all right you are all kinds of stuff yeah you are fully proper and professionally bearded now so i even i mean i brush this part down here i mean i brush everything Mm -hmm. you got to that's how all the oil get into the skin you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. all right so now that we got that cleared up Okay, you want to hear something so exciting? And then we'll go. Yeah, but you want to hear something so exciting? I yesterday, do. yesterday, uh, February 24th, was my four-year tea anniversary. Oh, congratulations. Can we cheers? Do you have some tea that we can cheers to? Oh, I got some power radio. Oh, man. Okay, that stuff's I killing you. I got the power. But... Yeah. Cheers. Okay, cheers. We did it. <laughs> That's awesome. Four years. That's a big deal. That's a really four big years. deal. Four years? I can't even believe it, Does it feel it, like right? four but years? I... Like a baby, though, you know, like a baby, sort of like compared to you, like a baby, like my beard one day is going to look like that. <laughs> and then you're going to be bitching about right? it like I do. <laughs> right, Paul? Right, Paul? Is my beard going to grow like that, Paul? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, four years is a big, I mean, one year is a big deal. One month is a big deal. Like it's all milestones that are just significant. Oh, yeah. So that's awesome. I'm pumped. I'm yeah. pumped about it. God, life is okay. so different, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's better. Uh-huh. It's better. I mean, okay, we can't get off topic. Like, seriously, it's we could true. go on okay. about that. We can't get off Keep topic. Today, topic. we're talking about dating. Today's show is called Dating, mm-hmm. which the more that I think about it, uh, like the more I think it's dangerous, you know, like a dangerous topic for us, like two married guys talking about <laughs> dating, you know, it's like, what do we really know? I'm kidding. It's going to be great. <laughs> it's going to be great. And I'm interested to hear about your dating life. So what are we mm-hmm. doing today? 
Um, so today we're going to be throwing some questions out to each other that we're very curious about knowing about our dating lives um, uh, that we clearly don't know about each other because as we started to talk about the show, we were like, oh, wait a second, I didn't realize that. So, so we've got a lot to catch up on, a lot to learn that we'll share with others. And then we're going to move into... Um, we really like the, the forum, uh, the format of taking some questions from folks out there. So, uh, you grab some, and I grab some, so we're going to put those questions in the show and, um, do our best to see if we can respond to some, some folks out there that got questions about dating trans or dating people that are trans. So we'll, we'll do that. Um, so that seems like a good show, I would say. I think so. I think it's going to be awesome. Cause like I have things I need to know about you. And at the end, we're also going to share some advice. Right. Some advice if you're, you know, looking to date and you're trans. Right. And then if you're somebody that, you know, might be interested in or is starting to date or might want to date somebody that's trans. Right. Just a little bit of advice because, you know, could go a long way. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We're we're only supposed to like do our intro. I want everybody to know this. We're only supposed to do our (laughs) intro. We talk about this all the time. Like two to three minutes. Right. Two to three minutes. I'm looking at the counter. It's five and a half. And so I'm apologizing. But that's better. <laughs> but I like Daniel. So, it's been two days since we caught up. So there's, you know, I mean. <laughs> right. Irresponsible. Okay. But we have things to know. I'm going to go first oh, on my questions. All right. Are you okay. ready? Yeah. You're very, you're very aggressive today, but okay. Uh, I right. am aggressive. It's because I look better. I'm kidding. <laughs> it's your beard. <laughs> it's my beard. It's like, Arr. Okay. Stop. Okay. Stop. All, all right. right. Here we go. All right. All right. Question. It's a three-parter also. Okay. When did you start? No, it's not an interview. This is me and you talking. Okay. 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 When did you start dating? Right. Mm -hmm. What was that like? And how did you act? And I, and that's like a question that I would ask you, like, I'm thinking about you living your life, you know? So when did you start is important, right? Mm -hmm. Cause the age will tell us kind of like the mind frame Uh and then what it was like, you know, how did you, do that and then i'm asking how you acted because you knew you were trans but like also you had to you know like mm-hmm. tell me all okay. of that okay 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 all right so i started dating my first girlfriend was when i was 17 uh i think that's right it kind of seems like 16 but i'm pretty sure it was 17 i was a junior in high school and um and and this this girl just like outwardly came onto me and i was like oh all right sure yes great let's do this so we dated for a couple months but it felt like a couple years like i just was like oh my god this person you know is interested in me like this is she's it forever (laughs) you know (laughs) so i kind of lost lost a little bit of um uh your mind (laughs) yeah oh i don't know is that normal hopefully that's normal but it is uh, your kid yeah so so that was that was number one um and I don't know, that one was a little sloppy for me just because that was like my first experience. It was like my first, almost everything besides like my first kiss, but my first kiss was just with like a friend. So it was like, yeah, you know, but I learned a lot in those two months, um, gained a little confidence. Um, and, and, uh, I don't know, like, how did I act? I was, yeah, yeah that first, that first, I'm telling you those first two months, with the first person was just like, um, I think I was like, Oh, I don't want to be like that again. Like, I don't want to be at someone's mercy again. Um, where I'm just like stupid and think they're everything or whatever. I mean, that happened again later, but 
you know, I think I learned a lot. This is a really, this is a tough question for me. I don't know. Okay, so let me give you another one in the middle of that, right? So right, okay. 17, yeah. 17, yeah. that's still kind of young, but like, so what were you presenting like? And like, what was it like? Like, she mm -hmm. got it. Like, she understood. She, she, like, you know what I mean? Like, were you at a, like, were you at a pronoun time? Like, what was it like to date? No, certainly not at a pronoun time. Pronouns for me never happened until I started hormones and moved away from my hometown. Um, so that was really tricky because I didn't have the awareness of being trans, but I knew that I wasn't a lesbian, but people assumed I was a lesbian. And because I didn't know how to challenge that, it just was, I was just kind of in this weird gray state. No one really knew what I was. I don't think I knew what I was. I just knew I wasn't a lesbian. So I really wasn't sure what the first girlfriend that I dated thought after, after her, when uh, I started to date more. I think I would, I think I would engage in conversations with my girlfriends about, you don't think I'm a girl, right? Like I would have that awkward oh. conversation of like, how do you see me? Because I'm learning how the world is looking at me at that point. Um, especially through the lens of someone that I'm romantically interested in and attracted to. So I, I think we would have awkward conversations probably more awkward for me than for them and most of the girls that, that is I dated so brave just, of you well what do you do i mean what do you do i, you gotta, I would have i could i wish i could have asked that but you didn't know that right you but didn't like, have that okay piece of information listen, no. and we might get to this but like just that you just said that i can't i mean i'm so i'm jealous that you that you knew that you were able to do that i guess i mean like when i think yeah. about i i was with somebody for 10 years before i got to this relationship and so it's like I cannot believe that wasn't, wasn't a conversation like for 10 years, you know? I mean, yeah. so that just kind of, that just kind of shocked me. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but like, no, that's, that's, that's brave that's, though. That's really interesting because, you know, my, a lot of my questions are about for you, you know, when you're, you're dating trans now that we collectively communally <laughs> know that you are trans, but you didn't have that critical piece of information, how that changes how you approach dating in general. I mean, it, it makes things more complicated for you, I assume, back then. But, you know, there's also like one less bridge you have to cross because that bridge didn't exist in your mind quite yet, you know? Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I, I'm, I, I'm probably making it sound way more elegant than it actually came out, you know? I mean, I was uncomfortable. I didn't have words. I was, right. you know, probably, I don't know. I, I, I fumbled a lot through things. Um, but I would try to, assess and and understand how people were looking at me but that really caused me like my my most of my dating life was kind of tragic because i got in front of myself and couldn't get past it so i uh, i struggled with uh you know self-worth significantly right and i think a lot of trans people have that same experience through some portion of their life unfortunately and so because I had such low self-esteem, first thing that would happen is, is I would, I would kind of allow all the self-esteem or the esteem to come from other people. So if someone wanted to date me, it was like magic. It made me feel like I was worthy. But then it, what I would automatically do at that point is I would turn my uh, self-deprecation onto them and project it onto them. And then I would kind of question their worth and their value because I would feel that if they like me, and I'm not a value, then they can't be either. 
And I didn't know I was doing that until much later in my adult life and many years of counseling, you know, and a really good partner that helped me move through that, uh, that issue so that I could accept love. But yeah, I, as much as I dated, like I couldn't hold very good, healthy relationships because I always got in front of myself, got my, got my own way, you know, so kind of tragic, but um yeah Yeah. you know it it, like it's kind of maybe what i don't know this but as i'm thinking about your experience and you not having that trans identity piece there's i'm hearing your frustration about it but i'm also wondering if it like it kind of saved you from some of the stuff that i went through because you had i think you had confidence back then right like you had self-worth oh yeah i mean i just feel like see this is the thing I didn't wear that other identity at all. You know what I mean? Like it Trans was identity. given. No, the oh, uh, lesbian. Yeah, you could say it. I'll Thank say. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't. I just. I just didn't. Like you know what I mean? Like there was nothing about me that was that. Like it might have been given to me, or that might have been a label that was put on me because that was the way it was in the world. But mm-hmm. that wasn't how I was, and so. The reason why I think that also makes me so angry, what you, not angry, but like jealous and like a little like, you know, reminds me again why I'm not with her, but Mm -hmm. like, is because my current wife, right? Like from the beginning, you know, it's just like, not the beginning, beginning, but like, but sort of was kind of like, are you, you know, and like just the openness to actually have that conversation or to feel comfortable enough to have that conversation. I mean, it's like night and day, you know? It's like if you're with the right person or you have the right circumstances or you have the, you know, or you, you know, have the space to feel that, right? Like maybe, maybe mm-hmm. I could have known. So, I, I mean, I hate the awkwardness for you, but like love that you, you know, had those conversations, like said that stuff out loud, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. That's yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that from a perspective of not having it. And it definitely was looking back on it, I, I look at like people that I've had conversations, the girls I've dated and the conversations I had, you know, and I would ask them, you know, how do you think of me? Is this okay? Like you're straight, but you're okay with me. I could not understand that. And I had a real hard time accepting that, that that was the, the truth. But looking back at my, from my current wife, who's been, you know, obviously nothing but supportive, going backwards to most people I dated, all of them were like, yeah, it's fine. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Like I, I'm into you. I'm attracted to you. I love you. I'm, you know, this is fine. Like it's new for me, but they didn't think too much about it. And I think there's a lot of people in the trans community that share that same experience of, you know, when they, when they date and they, um, they find people that are attracted to them, they get into long-term relationships. There's just a sense of like, I'm loving you for you, or I'm, I'm digging you for you or whatever it is. Um, Sometimes as trans folks, we get in our own way because if we haven't developed that own self-worth yet at that point, it is really hard for us to believe that, to understand that concept. And um, I hope if anything, some people hear that message in my story because I, it, it got so much in my way. Like it really kind of wrecked me for many years. Um, and it wasn't until I actually met my current wife and we started to, to date and these issues came up. And um, she was really able to help me process them and, and have some space to go through it and, and have some counseling to go through it so I could work on those issues and develop that self-worth and that self-love so that I could enjoy it from somebody else. And, and if I can get one message across, 
the trans folks listening to this, it would be do the work on yourself because it, no one can give that to you first. Um, that was the, if I could learn one, one, have learned one lesson from all that, that was it for me. You know, if I could go back. So, um, that's interesting. Okay. We're not supposed to be responding. Okay. What's your question? Cause I had something, but that's interesting. It might okay. come up later. Okay. So, so my question to you, so I have a couple questions. My question, first question to you is going to be, um, do you think that it was, and this kind of gets at what we already talked about. Do you think it was easier or harder to date pre trans identity? See, <laughs> this is the thing. Uh-huh. And this is where I was just about to go. I love that this is all interconnected. I think one of the reasons why I didn't have to like really wear that, I never wore that badge or label is because every woman that I dated or was with, except for my very first girlfriend, was a straight woman. Mm-hmm. My very first girlfriend, I was only 18, maybe yeah, 18 years old, you know? And so like okay. young. Uh-huh. And so everybody else, like I had had a relationship and then I was older, either, you know, I had two more in college and I was older after that. And so, I mean, and all of them were straight women. And so it's just like, I, you know, so to get to your question, right. I met my wife before I transitioned and then she married me. Right. And so we've been together through this whole transition. And so it's like, and then you came out as trans after the wedding. After the wedding, yeah. right. I was like, do you want to marry me? And she was like, yes. And I was like, let's do it. And then I was like, okay, also I'm trans. So <laughs> can't get a, a surprise, <laughs> but she's still here. So it's good. Uh-huh. Um, but so I'm a little wary of saying if I think it would be easier to date as trans because I'm married right now. Um, the truth probably is though, since I like myself better, you know what I mean? Since I feel like I look how I'm supposed to look, right? Like, I feel like I'd probably be a little more confident going out there, right? Mm -hmm. But that poses new things, okay? That poses new things. I mean, I think it would be different. And really, it's weird that I'm going to say this since we're dealing with so much shit right now, but like, it'd be different in 2021, probably than it was in 2000, you know what I mean? And so there's that 100%, right? Even though things are kind of, you know, crappy right now and, you know, trans people are under assault, but like, you know, it's different and better. I, I think as confident as I am, you know, being 40, like, I think I still would be like a little, it's nerve wracking to think about, you know, um, dating in general is, you know, it's, it's awesome and awkward. Right. But like when you're trans, you have that added element. You know, you have to really be in a, in a safe space. It has to be, it has, there has to be that trust. There has to be that support, you know? And so I didn't have a tough time dating, but I also didn't do a lot of it until I got to college and then out of college. And then I got married when I was like, for the first time when I was 24, you know? And like, I did that and I was with that person for 10 years, like, yikes. And like, not trying to be mean, but like, yikes, you know, like that's a big, big gap of time where you're developing. You know, I was like with that person when I was 22 years old, you know, all the way till I was 32. I mean, that's a, that's a developmental span of time, you know, and like to not be with somebody where you are, 
in a safe place to be able to try to discover yourself where you can keep growing and talk about things like, yeah, I got a little resentment about that, you know? So Hmm. I went off the rails there. Sorry. I was going to say, I had so many questions as you were talking, you know, because there's so many stories in that and it's making me wonder too, you know, being in a relationship for 10 years in the middle of, you know, your twenties, um, not having the room to develop, you know, kind of wondering about how maybe that was safe for you, you know, as opposed to trying to date and be not recognized for what was comfortable to you. You didn't know what was going to be comfortable, but you knew that maybe being identified as a woman or being a lesbian was not, didn't feel good. And so maybe there's like a a pretty significant lack of desire of dating. So here's the thing. Okay. Here's another thing. So I'm going to say that we were dating because we were together for a while before we got married, obviously. Right. So like, Here's the thing. Like I remember distinctly, I had to, we had to have been together probably two years at the time. And I remember I made this switch, like just totally, I'm never shopping in the women's department for anything again. Right. Like there was a point and I was in that relationship. I was young. And I remember the first time I went to the mall and like I had done it before, you know, like I'd pick something here or there, but like when you, when you change that and that's like how you're going to dress, and I remember, I mean, it was the early 2000s. I mean, people did look at, did look at me. And so I used to pretend like I was shopping for other people, like this dumb sometimes. Like I'd pick up my phone and be like, what size are you? <laughs> I really did that. Oh my God. Um, like, but for real, like you just that. be like worried, you know? Yeah. And so I do remember that when I did start shopping in that, you know, and I'd come home with the stuff or whatever, like she was like, oh yeah, you know, this is what you should wear. And like, she would buy me that stuff. So like, she got it, but it's like, why aren't we talking about this? Mm-hmm. you know but like that's how i feel about my family too like why aren't we talking about this yeah well that's a lot to unpack there too right because <laughs> i know i can't believe i just did that i, I Sorry. you know because there's you there's you and and there's you know you had walls up yeah. significant walls up you just were not ready to go there and i think maybe for other people too um there is there is more room for ambiguity there is more room for androgyny mm. so maybe it wasn't like oh you know safer yeah mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so there's i i can see though why you would go back a lot and just ask those questions and be frustrated by them and and um and wish maybe there was someone that had talked to you. Like I hear that a lot out of the stories that you share of wanting different people to have at different moments have said anything to you about it, questioned you, had a conversation, opened it up, um, you know, what, what things would have been like for you. So I think that's a really important thing as other people are starting to listen to the show and listen to trans stories to hear that because sometimes we, I think most of the time, Maybe we, we, we step back or we shy away from engaging in conversations that might be uncomfortable or making someone feel weird. But, but really, mm-hmm. um, sometimes people need someone to maybe just help them talk through something. Um, Definitely. Or ask them something. Because yeah. even if, I mean, even if it had gone sideways, right? Like I had reacted poorly or my feelings were hurt or whatever, right? Like I would have. I mean, I would have thought about it and I would have been like, it, maybe it would have said, why are you doing this? And is this like, is this a thing or, mm-hmm. you know? So yeah. anyway, not about dating, but kind of, and I feel like I kind of just said the nicest thing I've ever said about her. Well, I've said in the last few years about her is that she did kind of be like, yeah, you could dress like that. And it was fine. 
But then it reminds me, like, why didn't you, like, you didn't think anything about it, straight lady. You just sort of like, this is my what. But I, here's, here's what I'm going to challenge too. And maybe this is, um, ah, maybe it's too sensitive to do it, but I'm, I think I'm going to do it because I think there's something to be said that really, don't we want to get to a point that we're so evolved that yes daniel yes yes we do that that wasn't that yeah it wasn't that That wasn't that okay do you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. that'd be 100 percent. if it that's how we want it right we talked about that what would be our magic bill that'd be one of them like it's just what it is you Mm -hmm. like who you like um but that wasn't that you know and that's the same thing as how i feel with you know different other relationships in my life right It's not that. Yeah. It's so. So I have a I have a related question. So I'm gonna ask you. It's my you, turn. No, but it's this is so related. It's so related, Sorry. right? Because it's about when you did choose to come out. Um. Well, one when you identified that you were trans, you are in a a new marriage, very new, a uh, couple months, right? Yeah. Okay. A couple months mm-hmm. into a new marriage, you're like, wow, holy shit, I'm trans. Uh, I'm in this relationship. I love this woman. Uh, I'm I'm saying all these things for you because I right mm-hmm. <laughs> stop me right yeah. if you want to, but but I'll get to my question here in a second. So you're you're in this relationship. You're loving this woman. You just got married. You're committed to each other. Um, she's beautiful she's and amazing. Beautiful. And wonderful, I mean, you're just like right? this is everything wow. I want. But wow, I'm trans and like maybe this feels kind of good. But I have to tell this person. So do you think in this moment, like, was it? Do you think it was easier for you to? come out as trans when you were partnered or do you think it would have been easier to come out if you weren't partnered oh wow i don't think i could have gotten to the point where i did come out without at that point right then without her Mm -hmm. so i mean and that that's that's true i mean and i mean that in the way of like you feel loved and you feel safe and you feel like somebody has your back, right? And so you, you, you are safe enough, you're vulnerable enough to be able to look at those things about yourself, right? And then you trust somebody enough to say it out loud, right? And so I think for me, I, you know, maybe this would have taken a little bit longer. I mean, maybe not. Right. But maybe this would have taken a little bit longer. Um, And I don't know how that would have been, because when you come out to people and it doesn't go well, you know, we talked about having a support system. Like Mm -hmm. she's a big part of me getting through it. You know, like, again, you put Mm -hmm. something out in a newspaper and a newsletter, like it's good to have somebody to go home to when there's terrible comments about it, you know? So I think, I think it's easier. I think it was easy. I think, I don't know what it was like because I didn't do it before, but I think it was, it made it easier to come out because Mm -hmm. I had somebody. Yeah. Yeah. That's, um, I think it's really good to hear because it, it could be both ways. You know, you talked about the stress at some point when we talked, it might've been on the show, um, might've been just us talking, but you, you were, you know, had addressed just the anxiety of, oh my God, I have to tell this person that I want to be with for the rest of my life that I have this thing that I have no real idea of how they might react. Like how mm-hmm. scary that is. And, and some people might assume, well, it would it just be easier if you're single and you don't have that, that threat um, or that anxiety or that fear, right? But I think you, you, um, 
you speak you well fall in, like yeah the you support. fall in love right mm-hmm. if you find your person that's the other thing though if you find your person then to daniel's point earlier it really isn't gonna matter or it shouldn't you know mm-hmm. not like in you know theoretically nothing should matter right the kind of credit you tried to give to my ex right no but yes to this right mm-hmm. i think that has to do with it so okay my turn that was something this is talking to you is like i do i just remember stuff stuff too i cannot believe that i daniel you think i'm joking i'd be in macy's in the men's department and like some lady would like look at me or something and i'd be like what you you needed a medium okay (laughs) no i'm looking i'm looking for mediums like jesus you know oh i laugh because it's so unlike the person I know in you, like it's, it's, I was young. Yeah. It's, it's, it's hard for me to imagine. And it's comical now because like you own it, you know, but it is sad when as trans people, especially through transition or when, you know, we, we, we don't um, pass if that's our goal in our identified set or an identified gender, you know, the, the things we have to go through. So I don't mean to make light of it, but it is yeah. for you. Like it's, it's hard for me to imagine. It's ridiculous. It is kind of ridiculous. But like yeah. it doesn't, and like it does, it really doesn't matter now. You know what I mean? Like it really doesn't. I mean, look at these, look at these kids and look at how, you know, people are whatever. There's things that don't matter, but I just, yeah. I cannot believe that. Ugh. Uh-huh. What is what it is. <laughs> I've always been a super flat dresser though. So I don't care. Okay. So, okay. Here's a good one. How did you know that the person you were dating should be your wife? And you're talking about Lindsay. I, I hope. <laughs> but I'm saying, but you see what I'm saying? Like, how do you go from dating, right? And then you get serious. Mm-hmm. And then how do you go to be, how does she go to being your wife in this, tra- you know, like in your trans situation? Whew, there is so much, there is so much there. So, um, I mean, we've been together for like 20 years. So I met her when I was 23, 22. I, I don't know. I'm so bad with numbers and ages, but I think I was like 22 years old. <clears throat> and I, um, we were friends at first, but very quickly, it was pretty obvious that we had very strong feelings for each other. And for us, it was just like, it was just kind of an immediate awareness that this was something so different um and when that happened this is this is the, the you have no idea how much is in that question um when i when i had originally met Lindsay and we we got together uh i i went through like an incredible mental health spiral just tanked went from like it being the best thing in my life to all of the depression, all of the, the childhood trauma, all of the, everything that I had been running from just took me over. And I think, you know, what I think happened is that I knew that I was with someone that could allow me that space to totally crash. 100. Um, and when I say that, I mean, I was, uh, I was, you know, self-harming. I had suicidal ideation. I was not well. Um, not well at all. And, uh, I was kind of accepting a lot of trauma from being trans, accepting trauma from having, you know, abusive, uh, an abusive home environment, 
all these things kind of just happen. And so I had to slowly rebuild my life um, at that point, which is same as you in a way of, I mean, I could have never have done that without a person and a partner that, that Lindsay was. Um, I mean, when people say, you know, so-and-so is my rock, like Lindsay has always been my rock. I mean, she's just, she's just steady and she gets it and gets it on a deep level. And so she allowed me uh, some space as we work through our own stuff to go through that. And um, we just knew like that, like, this is it. Like we are in this life together and, and it's never been questioned since, but we never really like, we just didn't feel like we needed to get married. And all of our friends that were in the, the gay community couldn't get married. And so it just never was an option or a thought for us. Um, even once I did legally change everything over and we could have legally gotten married, it was like, no. Um, so it wasn't until we were together for about nine years that we thought, mm, I don't know, maybe we should think about, you know, taking this to, to a different, uh, not on an emotional, spiritual level, but um, maybe, maybe we should do this yeah. thing, you know? And that took like two years of conversation to even, even for us to say, maybe we'll do the marriage thing um so okay so wait that was okay when she hears this by the way it's all gonna be like oh you love me <laughs> like you did it okay so you're welcome by the way like <laughs> set that up anyway but so let's go back a smidge right so you okay. meet Lindsay at 23 you guys are dating yeah she knows obviously, but you mm -hmm. said it was like an immediate attraction. Like I know what that feels like and maybe I'll get a chance to talk about it too. And then I can get some good points also. But anyway, so you have this immediate thing where you know it's something different, right? But so the dating, she already knew you were trans. So like, what was it like though? Like, oh God. See, this is where it's going to get a little complicated because um, we, it, oh, everything was so non-traditional for us. So Lindsay was in a long-term relationship when I had met her and I was very, <laughs> this is, I mean, did you not know this? You sent me wow. out. I just thought this is like I turning into a soap opera now. I mean, I was very good friends with her, very good friends with a group of us, including her boyfriend at the time. And uh, and so when when this information kind of came out uh, that. <laughs> I don't know how much I want to get into this. This is oh, so ridiculous. Man. All I'm saying is when you <laughs> were taking her out on dates or like you know, the courting phase, like skip the, like, come but on. I'm you're... telling you there, what there with Lindsay, there wasn't this courting phase because like we were in a friendship and we spent a lot of time together and, oh. and then, and then there was like, you know, Lindsay saying, I have these feelings for you. And I was like, uh, uh, I don't know what to do with this. And I soon realized that I did too. And, um, so we spent the, beginning of our relationship having to negotiate the fact that we broke someone else's heart together you know it was a, it was a person that was close to me that i cared deeply about she obviously cared deeply about him and um and we had communal joint friends that that weighed in quite a bit on this um and uh you know we did everything on the up and up we were very honest and we we didn't you know do anything um together until um you know, we shared our, our honesty and truth to people, but, um, it was a really, and that kind of set off a little bit of my depression too, was, mm -hmm. you know, I thought I just gained everything and I lost everything and I didn't know how to, how to, how to process all of it. Um, so it was, a, so there was like, we missed out on that courting 
and uh, whatever. It's kind of interesting you say this now because, you know, 20 years in and we're in the middle of lockdown COVID. So we're doing date night Saturdays, which has been wonderful. Like we spend, you know, we like plan our dinners. We get a nice bottle or two of wine. We like we, you know, we think about what we want to do together and we just spend like really significant focus time on each other and it's been amazing you know part of that is because i think we missed like we coupled like we coupled we were hardcore we lived together from the beginning you know uh right i mean it was it was jumped like, in it was you fast knew. and furious and <laughs> yeah so we're you know um but it was it's also been like the most steady thing i've ever had in my life and mm -hmm. um the most committed person that i've ever met in my life so uh, it was it was a very good thing, but we had to go through a period at the beginning that was incredibly challenging and not traditional by any sense of the, the word. I bet. You didn't know you were going to get into all that, did you? I did not. All <laughs> I know is that there better not be any comments on our YouTube talking about, well, actually, that's not how it all went down. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Oh. oh my gosh oh. wow i did not know i was gonna get that from that i question. know we're gonna have to just redo this whole episode this is <laughs> no we're not that was great this is definitely going wow oh god drama 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 for real yeah yeah yep let me see i think i had i had another question for you yes i do um okay it's gonna get a little philosophical here but what if anything, do you think that you took away from, because of your experience of not, you know, most of your dating life was pre-trans identity. Do you think that there were all. things, all of it, right? Like, do you think now looking back, there were things that you gained by dating women during a significant portion of your life that you had not identified yet as yes. a man? And like uh, what yes. what could you share with us about that like what? oh man that's not i don't know if i should give out trade secrets <laughs> no, i'm kidding but to your point though i mean i think yes and it's so funny because like even though like i think about this right like i was never really like i couldn't identify like that like i just wasn't the people i dated were opposite of me like i you know what i mean like when I was younger, I used to have this real thing about, um, and this is so rude, and I'm not like this anymore. I've grown and matured, okay? <laughs> but I used to have this thing about people in like, shut up, in like, uh, like lesbian or lesbian relationships that were like the same, right? Like two like women that could like wear the same clothes or like mm -hmm. shared makeup or like, like uh -huh. I could not with that. Okay. That was just my own thing as a okay. young person, like mm -hmm. wasn't for me, right? Like I could, I was not going to be with somebody else like me, right? It was strong in me. And I think that's just another layer of it, right? So all I'm saying is that, look, I did. I learned things because, you know, it's almost like before I transitioned, even like with my female relationships, right? Like they change, right? Like I'm not a woman. And even though you might not have looked at me that way and we weren't girlfriends and we weren't going to go on a shopping trip and all that stuff. Like, you know, I still, you still didn't look at me as a man because that's not how I identify, you know? But like there was obviously a, a wall between us. And I think before I transitioned and in my relationships, right? Like there's that comfort of being with another woman, right? And I think just by default, right? Like I, you learn things from being around each other too, you know? And so, I just think 
you know, like you can learn what's gonna set a woman off. I don't know if I, I don't know if I should say that anymore. I don't know if I should say that. Like, am I like, is a testosterone like breaking yeah, my brain? I don't know if that's politically correct anymore. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But we need to revise when that. you're in a, but when you're in a relation, when I was in relationships with like, and I'll take my grown up ones, right? Like, I mean, I think you just, you learn things differently because they feel more comfortable because there's another woman, regardless of if that's how you identify or not, you know? And I didn't know any better at the time. So that's just what it was, you know? I mean, there's things that the people that I think that like my current wife right now, right? Like, so put it to you like this. There's things that my wife won't do because I'm a guy, right? That she would have done in years one through three. Really? Can you share with us some things? No. (laughs) Okay. Like, she doesn't do this. This is hypothetical. Mm, okay. You're going down. <laughs> okay. I'm not going to say a simple one, but like, okay. and she still does this. Right. But like, I guess I just say more. I can't okay. say, I can't tell you, like I'm going to get in trouble. Like you okay. want me to die? No, I don't. I really don't. That's why I'm kind of bracing. I'm bracing. So I'm going to, I'm going to protect you and Tanya. Let's go backwards a little bit. Cause I had a clarification yeah. on something that you had just said about you know, part of it, you think it could have been because, you know, it's a woman who has some sense that she's with another woman, even though that might not be the identity that you were trying to, to own or operate, right? But do you think part of it too, too though, is that you had qualities of, I'm not going to say a woman, but like feminine, you know? And th- this is something that we started to talk about when we talked about doing the show, which was learning as a trans person how to embrace the the different sides of yourself um and not you know sometimes we're so much in a race to get to masculine or or we have to prove ourselves so we become overly masculinized instead of embracing the the feminine sides of ourselves that we gained from this trans perspective and so so i'm kind of pushing back a little bit that i i don't know if it's so much that they saw a woman in you as much as it's they saw feminine qualities that i see in you which allows me to be such good friends with you you know like uh it's it it, it, it's it's the balance that you bring that i always see of the feminine um and the masculine together and i wonder if part of it's that they saw that in you too and that allowed them to be a different kind of woman in your presence not because you reflected a woman but because you had qualities and traits that you know you have your masculine side and you have this feminine side and it's a very beautiful thing not like everyone what? has that. Now I'm now I'm coming back to you. Like what? Like what do you mean? Mm-hmm. Um, like what? Okay, so because here's what I would say, right? Yeah, like I yeah. think, I think that trans guys have an advantage because, you know, trans guys who identify as straight or who are straight, I guess, whatever, right? Like if you like women, yeah. okay. So I feel like we have a bit of an advantage, and not like in a dumb, silly way, but I just mean like. We know what it was like. Like we had to, like we had to do some things for a while in most cases. You know, like there were things that sucked. Like we get it, right? We can understand the emotions that come with the thing you have to have once a month, right? Like so, there's that perspective. And I think on that end of it, I can get with you, right? Because there are things about me that made me just how I am and who I was, right? Like nothing I can do about it. So we can we got comparisons there, but I mean. I don't, hmm. I don't think, what? 
<laughs> it's interesting. That's what you think you just said? No, I think it's interesting that um, I think you sometimes have a hard time seeing your balance of. I do. Yeah. I'm, like I'm coming at you. I do. Yeah. I'm, that's what I'm asking. Yeah. I'm not coming at you like in a way, but I'm asking like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not I mean, coming at you. The- I love you. <laughs> And this is partly what I'm saying, right? Like you, you are very open and, and, and honest with your affection and, and your feelings, even when you say them in a joking way, like, um, you're the first to show up for someone and not in like a, I got your back, but in like, I'm a here for you kind of a way, you know, like you're, you just have, um, uh, you communicate well, you know, you're a communicator. You like to talk about things. You like to get them out. You don't want to run from them. And, you know, so like some things that are traditionally masculine or, or, or male associated, um, you don't necessarily always do. Like you just have these things that are almost surprising because you do Got come it. off like aggressive. You do come off, um, <laughs> you know, cocky, opinionated, uh, whatever, like you do come off all those ways. And then in these like really stunning moments, you'll just be superhuman and you'll be raw and emotional and like so supportive and, and that's just you, you know? And so I think that there's, there's things about you and I don't want to say that's, and that's what I mean. Like, that's not just a, a, a woman's trait, but right. it's, it's more assigned a feminine quality of being the nurturer, of being the, the balancer, of being the supporter. Um, you know, you just, you, you do that. You, you know, it's like, it's why I think you're so good at, at being a coach as well. It's not just the, the athletic skill set. It's the, um, it's like the, the family dynamic that you just bring into your relationships, your friendships. Um, that's one example. I'll give you the, I'll, I understand that. Mm-hmm. And I guess maybe I would, that's the part about this show that we talk about, right? That like, I would like to just be me. And let that be okay, right? And I would like for, you know, little boys to be like, you can cry if you want, but also you can say if somebody hurts your feelings, because like we're humans and that's the best thing for you, right? Like to be able to communicate. And like I wasn't able to do that for forever, you know. So mm-hmm. I don't I don't think that has anything I personally don't think that has anything to do with a feminine side of me. But and I but maybe I'm also super against having a feminine side because i'm you know sensitive to that um but i think to your point about what you said earlier why can't it just be right i think we need people to just be okay to be right i mean and this is what i'm saying is that as a as a human i want you to get to a point when you're okay with having a feminine side because that then you know but what is a feminine side it, it's what all humans have. Like we all have feminine and masculine, but what we do is we socialize it out of each other. We socialize men having a feminine side. We make men feel uncomfortable when things are feminine about them, which is a very natural thing. Right, so, but I'm saying that in my case, in, your, in our mm-hmm. case, yeah. I think it's difficult to say masculine and feminine. Like I'm not trying to have a masculine side either. I'm just trying to look like me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, I see. I, I come off, like I'm, I come off this way and like now I have, you know, this masculine look, but like, that's just a word, right? Mm-hmm. Like I'm not trying to be masculine. Like I am a man and this is how I'm living. And the way that I act and react is like the way that I would just be right. And things have changed on the testosterone, I think a little bit, but like, 
so maybe that's where my disconnect is too, right? Like I'm not trying to be masculine or feminine. I'm yeah. trying to be me. Yeah. That looks like I should have looked, you know, which is a man. Mm -hmm. So I think we are okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think that. Yeah. I'm okay with what you're saying. Okay. Though, All right. Because I don't, I don't want to come across like that either, right? Like I don't want anybody to think that I, I just don't have masculine or feminine in my, in the way that I look at it. I'm not against it. Like if you were like, like for example, my passion for fashion. Okay. Like the amount of time that I spend on my hair and on my face, like the way that, okay. I mean, there's things like that. We could say mm -hmm. this is on your feminine side, I guess, but like, I also like, just like to look great if I could, you know? What I'm trying to, to dig into deeper always, not just with you, it, with, with society in general, because I have the perspective of being trans, is, is pushing back against those societal norms. And part of that for us as trans people, when we tell our story, uh, some of us at least, um, is kind of um, giving credit to having a perspective in life that not everyone has so coming from a being identified as a gender that you don't uh you don't agree with so society interpreting you as something that you are not and all the things that come with it sometimes there's privilege and, and sometimes there's yeah. oppression and sometimes there's um you know there's just things that are allowed or not allowed in that space and and that changes us as humans and so you come into being a male midlife identifying as male midlife some of the things that you gained from the pain that you went through as trans are really significant and so i you know maybe maybe you know we get into this we talk about nomenclature a lot but maybe that's part of it is that the choice of words that we use to explain this means something different to you than they mean to me yeah. but all i'm trying to get at is um you know uh what we and gain, i'm with you yeah i'm with you yeah 100 yeah and uh, like i Yes, we get 100%. I'm with you. Right? This is the complicated stuff. This is what it makes, is. you know, mm -hmm. talking about things challenging when. And tra all trans people were different, mm -hmm. you know, and like we've experienced it differently. We hear it differently. We feel it differently. Right. And we have different but phases. Like, yes. Right? Mm -hmm. Yes. And things that I might have thought, you know, five years ago, I don't think, you know, I mean, like it, there's, mm -hmm. it's all so. And one thing though is true. Like I, I'm with you 100%. Like we're on the same page with that. I mean, I, I feel the same way. I think it is about how we say things and what we feel for ourselves, you know, but like for, for the world. Yeah. So whew, love. Uh -huh. we still friends. <laughs> yes. Come on. Come on. Okay. So that was something. Yeah. Should I ask you another question or should we like, I think we should. I think we should move on and let's let's ask some other people questions. Right? <laughs> okay. Yeah, we found some questions online, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I did. Oh, you want to go first? Yeah, I'll go. I'll ask you a question. This is a question that I found online and uh it's just a general question about dating trans people, okay? Mm -hmm. And this question was is it hard to date a trans person? And I just want to be like if it's Daniel, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh um is it hard that's your question you have to answer is it hard to date a trans person well i've never dated a trans person but i've talked to a lot of people that have dated trans people um 
This would be my best guess at an answer since since I don't have that exact experience. Um, no, in fact, no, I don't think it's it's hard to date a trans person. Most of the feedback I've ever gotten from from girls and women that I've dated um, has been like they have way less of an issue with it than I do. Right? It's that um, they're it's like I've never had to talk anyone into. To dating me because I was trans, um, I never had that experience, and I dated a lot of, a lot of you know women. Not a lot, but you know, <laughs> player, <a> player, <laughs> fair. You amount. know me, Daniel. I was out here. That's what he just said. Everybody. Oh man, I dated a lot of women. Okay, this show is just going <laughs> off the rails all night long. So all night uh, long. Jeez. Okay. Yeah. So. No, I don't think it's hard. I think the most beautiful people in the world um, see transness as a beautiful thing. And I love that. Like, I've met so many great people. A lot of my relationships, they're people I still talk with now because they're good people. They're good humans. Um, they, they see value in, um, in different ways in life. Like, they're not, they're not in the boxes either. And I love people that don't operate in the boxes for whatever reason. And so, no, I don't think it's, it's hard. I think if you have... Uh, an attraction to someone that is trans, um, it's pretty easy. You have some additional things you have to maybe navigate in society, but you would have to to do that if you dated, um, you know, in a in a, a a gay relationship, in a biracial relationship, in a relationship that maybe someone has a disability. Like you're you're going to be part of that negotiation in society now. Um, but that that's that's a beautiful thing in in and of itself. So no. Absolutely not hard to date a trans person. Good answer. Gold star for you. Mm, thank you. Thank you. Okay, what you got? Okay, so I don't know. It's funny that we're, we're trying to answer questions that <laughs> we're not probably experts in being able to answer, but it'll be interesting <laughs> nonetheless. Um, so someone had asked, and I think this, is a, 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 this would be the question that I would have if I were dating right now as, as being trans. When is the right time to tell someone that you're dating that you're trans? Mm-hmm. So this goes into one of the pieces of advice that I was going to share, right? Oh, okay. And for people that are looking to date, and that was be patient and be smart, mm-hmm. right? Not that it's a secret because we're proud of ourselves, but like safety, you know, safety. Um, and, and I think if you are patient and smart, right? Um, you know, the right time. And that could still mean the same night because like Daniel said, and like I'm saying, you can meet somebody and that could be your person and you could know, right? I mean, or they could have a set of circumstances that let you know that it's safe, right? But you got, but you should be patient and be smart about it. Um, I think, I think once you have realized that you can trust this person, once you realize that, you know, issues like this for them aren't issues, Right. Once you um, have developed kind of, you know, a comfortability, right? Because it is your story and it's your life, right? You can tell whoever you want whenever you want. But when you're thinking about a relationship, you know, because your feelings are going to be on the line, their feelings are going to be on the line, right? You don't want to let it go too far. I mean, you don't want to marry somebody and then tell them. Okay. So let's get cut off. Like, I'm just kidding. I did that. <laughs> I, I did that. I didn't know. But you know what I mean? So, I think just be smart, be patient. Um, and, and when you feel like 
you know, somebody that you can trust, right? That's, that seems like the right time to me. That's what I'd say. What do you think? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So trust. Um, I appreciate that. I, I would say something similar. Um, you know, my encouragement is more with just reaffirming the fact that that is your story to tell. That is your goal to share. That, um, that is a special thing about you, whether other people always see that or not, that is special. And that, that, is, that is yours to decide when you share that. You don't owe that to anybody. Um, but to underline something that Lane has brought up, which is really, really important, is that, that there are safety concerns. Um, mm-hmm. Unfortunately, one of the ways that we, um, uh, one of the ways that we control each other in this society is through, um, through harm and through fear and through, through violence. And trans people know that very very well almost better than any other marginalized population right now it's um we have to protect ourselves we have to be aware of our surroundings we have to be aware of uh ulterior motives that people have exactly um and we have to be aware that unfortunately as society we have made people feel very vulnerable to uh attractions uh that cross gender and sexuality lines and so we're we're kind of mixed into all of that. So just be aware, be safe. Um, but that is your that is your story to tell when you want and when you are ready. You do not owe that to anybody, even someone that you're dating, even someone that you're dating. So um, obviously, I think to have ongoing relationships, honesty is is really important and be able to share that about you. You want someone that can honor that and see that in you. Uh, but not all the time when we're hooking up with people is it having to do with long-term relationships, you know? I mean, there's there's Tinder, Grinder, you know, all of the above right now. And, and <laughs> all, all, everyone is free to explore and, and you know, and enjoy themselves. And um, you How know, do you know about Tinder and Grinder, Daniel? <laughs> we're actually going to share uh, uh, an amazing resource on uh, the show notes and on our website uh, following this episode. Um, uh, Tinder put together an incredible... I think they did a series of videos that were for um, like non cis normative communities that were using oh, Tinder to, to date, hook up, meet people, whatnot. Um, so that other people that were using those services that may not identify as, you know, trans feminine, trans masculine, what, what have you, could watch these videos and be like, oh, that's what that means when someone puts that on their profile. Like, mm, oh. cool. Right. So, like, I'm kind of interested in dating this person that says they're trans. What does that mean? What should I know? Um, so but it's good sh- that yeah. mainstream platform apps and platforms are doing that, you know, yeah. like all, I mean, that helps to like, you're all right. You know, mm-hmm. I saw a tweet the other day where somebody was just like, people like people or since it was something like, uh, you know, if you're not, I don't know which one it is. Is it pansexual where you don't like people or you, whatever. Is that sexual? Asexual. When you're not attracted. Yeah, but they used a different word. But anyway, they said if you're not such and such, then people are hot. What's wrong with you? Right. And so I get their point, right? Like if you aren't, you know, a person that doesn't like whatever, like it's actually okay to be like, that person is good looking and that person is good looking and that that person is good looking and that like it doesn't have to mean something more than it is. So I think when sites like that normalize things it helps you know absolutely and educate people that that's the other part of it too is that you know what we we fear what we don't know and so let's help each other learn about 
uh, our differences and not be so afraid of them. That it's it's pretty interesting to get to know people that are different than us um, or are different than anyone we've ever met before. And it's also like really amazing to date people in categories that are different and unusual. And um, you know, so yeah, yeah. Props to to all those the the dating apps that are really recognizing that and and trying to bring it out into society and have a conversation about it. Uh, I think it's pretty great. So we're going to share that um, that resource with you guys too because I thought it was pretty great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So I have one that um, again I don't I don't um, I don't think that we can directly answer this, but um, we'll give it a shot. Um, so this is a question from a cis individual who is is contemplating dating someone trans and wondering what that means about them. So they say I have feelings for someone who's trans. Does that change my sexual orientation? Oh my gosh, this is my piece of advice number one. I mean, we're just like killing it, hitting all of them like, tonight. Yeah, this is my piece of advice number one for people who are dating or want to date mm-hmm. or might date a trans person, right? Mm-hmm. And my first one was, don't be too hard on yourself. You're fine, right? Like, don't be worried about what it might make you, okay? It makes you a person that likes another person. Um, and I And I say that to say, like, you don't have to put a label on yourself. You don't have to, um, you know, it might make you question, right? And it's okay to explore that, right? But like explore it, Fig- you know, think about it, talk about it, communicate. Like this goes into my second piece of advice. I guess I'm just doing it, right? I'm just going to do it. Okay? Bring it. Here's Bring my, it. all of my advice, my three piece, I have three pieces of advice for people that might date a trans person, are dating a trans person, whatever, right? It's going to help, okay? Don't be too hard on yourself, okay? Mm-hmm. Like, because you are fine, okay? Like. It doesn't make you anything but interested in another human being that could be end up being your person, okay? So, you know, if you decide to explore it more, if you decide to put a label on yourself, if you as a couple, right, like, it's okay. You're fine, okay? My next piece, be open and honest about your feelings, okay? If your person is trans but hasn't maybe started um hormones yet or maybe they haven't had their surgeries yet or maybe they haven't come out yet really right like i mean there's all these different phases okay so you're going to be going through it too every time they come out to somebody right there could always be backlash or there could be joy every you know it depending on what state you're in you know like work could be a problem right so you got to be open and honest about your feelings because like your family's going to find out if you guys decide to tell them your friends you know i mean so you get to have feelings because mm-hmm. you're in the relationship too. Like just because you're with a trans person, that doesn't make it like some some other thing that's just about them and what they're going through. Like you are a partner in the relationship, okay? And then my third one, which is going to kind of sound funny going on this one, but it's going to help, okay? Validation and compliments are like really key for trans people. And I know they are for everybody. Like I try to, to compliment give my to wife get. to give. I'm talking to the people that want to date a trans person, mm, right? I see, so I see, I see. As they're going through their thing, depending on where they're at, like validation, like, you know, at the beginning, that's that's very, very huge. And and throughout, right? And compliments, okay? And and it might seem silly, but like, and maybe this was just me. I don't think so though. But when things start to happen, I mean, it's such a feeling and you want your person to feel that way, right? Now I got you though, because my other advice to our to us is like chill out, okay? Because it's not all about us. So that's what I would say if you're thinking about it. That's loaded. I like it. That's like that's everything lot. you need to know. It's like dating one on one trans, right? Like this is what you need to know. Love it. Right. Great. 
my 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 one thing I'd probably and and I already said this earlier, but it was so impactful to me. If I could go back and I could change anything, it would have been to to really believe in uh, the message of loving yourself first. Like you just have to do that. And this is a, a universal message to anyone, anywhere, any age. Um, I just think that something sometimes for us trans folks, it's really hard for us to like ourselves. You know, it's really, especially like, let's say pre-transition, pre-hormones, um, whatever. Like there's just a lot of baggage. Um, and, and sometimes we just don't like ourselves yet. It's at a point in life that we start dating. Um, and so I would just encourage everyone that's in that situation to put just as much or even more value and time and, and resources and worth into go find yourself, right? Do the things that make you feel good about who you are. If it's yep. counseling that you need, if it's hormones that you want to start, if it's working out, if it's eating healthy, if it's meditation, if it's whatever it is that you like to do is your outlets that, that, that give you peace of mind, give you satisfaction, that make you realize that you're a worthy human being. You got to have that first in life before you can have a good relationship. You can meet really good people. I mean, I met really good women, um, but I just wasn't at a point in my life at all that that I could um, I could give back and I could be a steady human being as well. So I, I you know, I, I give a lot to my wife for being able to 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 hold that space while I figured that out. And she she knew better to be able to do that. Um, but that's, you, you know, you got to have that. And once I discovered right. that, once I had the time to do that, I was I was I was living life. You know, I turned everything around. Um, I'm, I'm a very happy human being and I'm, and I'm in a beautiful, strong relationship. But it took loving myself first. So do that. Invest the time into that before you do anything else. 100 percent. All right. So do you want to give your advice for people who might be dating trans people? Um, yeah. So my advice to anyone that's going to be dating trans is just do it. Is just do it. Like it's a beautiful thing. You know, it's a it's a really um, I think it's a wonderful experience um, to rise above some like standardization and binaries and all the crap that we think just like, you know, is, is what we're supposed to do. Um, trans people have really beautiful perspectives on the world. Um, they've, they've gone through a lot and um, they, whether they use the same term, the same terms or not, there's a beautiful balance between feminine and masculine that we, that we all operate under. And I think a lot of trans people just, whether they realize it or not, or use that terminology, like that's, that's what makes us um, sometimes so, so unique and beautiful, rare human beings. Um, so my advice is just to do it. I love that. And I mean, look, it's not, if you like men, right. I mean, right. It's like the whole trans rights are human rights, trans women are women, trans men are men, right? So, mm -hmm. I mean, if you are thinking about that whole, what does it make me, right? Like, if you like me, then you like men, you know? If you like Daniel, then you like men, you know? Or you're attracted to men, whatever, you know what I mean? So, and that, and that's, well, and then, I think that's important too. Yes, but then there's also like this whole non-binary, you know? Correct, um, there is that. Uh, I mean, you know, for me, you know, gender is just a, a huge spectrum. And so you and I happen to fall on a, a pretty extreme end where we identify as masculine and, and male. Um, yep. But there's a lot of people that are really comfortable in between and in all sorts of variations. And so that's a beautiful thing, too. And it doesn't, you know, we don't have to subscribe to one or the other. And right. you don't have to with your sexual orientation can be, you know, very 
very open and pansexual and open well, to what whatever. I'm getting at what I was just getting at is that you might not know also right like you might not know if you meet me and you like me hmm. you're not you might not know for a while mm-hmm. you know and so to Daniel's point of just do it I take that a step further and say like like who you like yeah you know own it so go for it yep. yeah. all right what, what else you got anything else for people that are gonna be dating trans or you're just like just do it I just, just do it. I mean, that's, yeah, yeah. do it. Okay. Right. I'm with that. I, like, need I say more? I, I mean, don't think look, so. Look at us. Like, who wouldn't want to date us? I mean. Trying to tell you what. Uh, I'm trying I mean, to tell you what, Joe. I mean, you know, Lindsay and Tanya, they got to, they be prying people off, so. Oh, my gosh. Okay. <laughs> what about your advice for trans people who are starting to date or want to date or. I already know. gave my advice, remember? You did? I did. Did I? No, yeah. you, I said they got to love your themselves. I said they got to love themselves first. Okay. Well, I thought that we were going to do like a, okay. So oh, I, I have, thought that's what, that's what that was. Okay. That's my bad. Was. I have two more. I have two more. Oh, wow. Look at you. Okay. No, I, because I said, be patient and smart. Right. Yep. I said yeah, that yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't say trust who you are and be yourself. Mm, yeah. And that's as you're getting ready to date. I mean, I think we've said those themes, but it's like trust who you are and like be yourself. And that's going to the yeah. confidence factor, right? You decide that you're going to get out there and start to date. Like you're ready. Yeah. Maybe I'm kidding, but you're ready. You know, get out there and like be yourself. Like you're doing it. You were like, I'm, this is me. And so let people see you. Okay. That's mm-hmm. a piece of advice. And then yeah, like that. my third one is communicate right? Communicate your feelings. What are you going through? How are you feeling? Mm-hmm. Communicate about what, you know, where you're at in your transition, how it's feeling. This is when you're dating the person, right? But then also chill. And I mean that in like, we, I had a tendency to make this about me, like a lot, like, oh, look at what's changing. Oh, do you notice this? Oh, you know, right. And you have to remember that your other person is going through it too, you know? And maybe, maybe it's shocking to them or, you know, maybe they can't match your intensity at the time because yesterday, like they didn't notice that you had gotten two more hairs over (laughs) here, you know? So it's like, yeah, communicate, right? But also chill and remember. That's all I got. But I mean, there's a lot of stuff when you want to be dating trans people, yo. So true. And and like that, that whole conversation, we've talked about this of really wanting to do a show where we focus on the partners of people that are with people that are trans, right? Because that is a whole, that is a, a whole uh, <laughs> subculture and, and community of folks that get ignored. Um, our partners, yep. you know, they don't get recognized for being trans because they consider themselves um, cis and, you know, heteronormative. And, and so, but they're with someone that's trans and they're very proud of that. And they do a lot of work to deal with our, our, you know, our baggage and our shit that comes along yep. with it and keeping us sane and keeping us loved and all that stuff. Um, so that, that is a whole topic worth more than yep. a couple shows, um, on, a, you know, to itself, but so valuable to, to speak of the other person's experience, the people that we're dating, the people we're in relationships with, because they go through so much of it too. So as trans people, we need to do a, a, a good job of remembering that that is being echoed across, um, and, um, you know, to support them too. It's not always about us. I mean, Absolutely. it's always about us, but it's not always I mean, about like us. it totally <laughs> is because like, uh, right. but you know, <laughs> it's also like not, I get it. All right. Hey, this was awesome. Like actually, like it was awesome. I mean, we were kind of like off the rails, but I mean, I think that's our way. And 
you make me talk about stuff and like we had a little fight. I loved it. <laughs> uh, I like to call it conflict, healthy conflict. Yeah, that's the same thing. Like whatever, masculine, feminine, conflict, <laughs> fight. Got it? Okay. Tomato, tomato. It was a fight. <laughs> Kidding. <laughs> Uh, this was good though. Okay, yeah, so yeah, this is good, good show. We need some stuff from our friends. All right, if you thought it was a great show, then we need you to make sure you subscribe on YouTube. Um, if you want to hear more stuff, want to learn more stuff, right? Check out our website at thereconstructedman.com, uh, and make sure that you guys like us uh, and rate us because it does help people find us. That's right. Now keep rocking you because nobody can do you like you can. I'm Landon Grimm. And I'm Daniel Thurman, and this is the Reconstructed Man Podcast. <laughs>